0: Hello and welcome to the Knots Night podcast, celebrating great places to drink in and about Nottingham. Well, it's been a while since the last one and there's loads of things that have happened uh, in the intervening period. We'll tell you all about it a little bit later on. But firstly, beer festivals are back. Of course, the Robin Hood Beer and Cider Festival did happen last year at Trent Bridge, but most of the community ones were forced to stay away from their usual activities because of Covid. But that's all changed now, with restrictions fully lifted, it means a wonderful summer of beer is ahead. And one of the first of the season was at the South Knotts Real Ale Festival, held at Nottingham Moderns Rugby Club in Wilford. I popped along to talk to the organiser, Claire Grantham, and I asked her about what goes on into preparing for the festival.
1: So our festival coincides with the rugby club's President's Day, so we've got lots of kids. We've had kids down here all day. We've had bouncy castles. Um, So we're not just about the beer. We're about families having fun, and you you can see they're all all around us, throwing balls about, running around the pitch. Um, We've got dogs, loads of dogs. So definitely, yes, a family atmosphere, not an atmosphere just about drinking beer
0: and that's the thing about a lot of these community beer festivals they are smaller um they are for those of uh, people who are maybe a bit nervous about attending a beer festival so we're here with our halves of various local ales i think mine is a pheasantry from uh, north knots and it's a, it's a good introduction if you're not sure or if you're maybe a little bit you know post covid you're a bit nervous about coming to something
1: yeah absolutely um we we, we say we're very we're a very inclusive um, event. You'll see, you know, you can you can you can look around You see, we've got all sorts of people down here. Um, I think the thing about, like you say, you drink in halves. You you're not taking a big risk trying something that you don't think you'd like. And actually, even if you're really really nervous and you want to give something a try before before you even commit to a half, then we say, yeah, just ask us. We'll 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 give you a taste. We'll let you try it out and see whether you like it or not.
0: How do you go about organising a festival like this, though? Because you've got over 30 beers in there. They've all got to be kept to perfection because the drinkers will complain if it's not tipped top. Uh, how much organisation and pre-planning do you have to do to make it happen?
1: So we plan the festival probably for about four months before it happens. We have a lot of um, help and input from the uh, local camera group, uh, particularly Ray Kirby who's in there uh, helping us out. So he's got lots of contacts with all the local breweries, so he gives us a massive hand. Um, In terms of keeping it conditioned, we, uh, we only take delivery of our beers a week before we sell them. Uh, we keep them in a nice cold room before we sell them we have to keep them topped up with towels every night just to make sure they're, they're as good as they can be we, uh, we tap the beer a day before the festival so it's been, it's been lying nice and still for a couple of days then we'll tap it we'll test every single beer before we, uh, before we sell it to you so we make sure that everything is as good as it can be um, and yeah really kind of short, uh, short a short life we, you know, we, we, we move it on as quickly as we can
0: Uh, This is the 10th year of the festival. I think you've been involved for about six. And um, tell me, are are you a real ale aficionado yourself? Or have you learned about the process of selling beer during the, the, the years you've been involved.
1: Absolutely learnt about it through doing it, it's been, uh, it's been great so I first got involved so the, the festival was started 10 years, ago, uh, 10 years ago by a couple of coaches for the junior section um, and they asked me to join them probably on their second or third year um, and absolutely it's been a ch- it's, been, it's just been a, um, a case of getting in there and trying stuff, talking to the camera people so on Friday afternoon we tend to have a session that all the camera people event and attend Um, and all they want to do is sit and talk to you about beer so you naturally absorb all sorts of information uh, and, and actually in time you learn enough information to be able to chat back to them
0: More from Claire Grantham in just a bit. Now, one of the things that struck me about the South Knotts Beer Festival was that most of the beers were local. And you could argue that maybe that's a bad thing because one of the reasons you go to a beer festival surely is to try out brews that you haven't before. And if they're all local, the chances are that you have tasted them before. On the other hand, we have some magnificent breweries across Nottinghamshire and they need all the help they can get. So perhaps by supporting local businesses, it helps those organisations thrive for the future because we don't want them closing down, do we? Now time for some drinking news because quite a lot has changed since we did our last podcast. And new to the Canning Circus area is the Whistle and Flute. It's about halfway down Derby Road, uh, opposite the Hand and Heart, and it's run by the people that used to operate the Hockley Rebel. Now, despite having the loose term micro pub, it's an enormous bar that stretches well back into the uh, the bowels of the Derby Road circuit and so there's plenty of room there. There's always around four or five real L's on tap and it's just got going really so it's early days but it's already showing promising signs of being a great success. Sadly, the Crafty Crow as we record this podcast and by the castle is still closed up. The Magpie Brewery pulled out of running that pub a few months ago. Now, we understand through camera that the pub people are taking over and that's the company that runs bars like the Bunkers Hill in Hockley, Six Barrel in Hockley, Six Barrel at the Victoria Centre. So they've got a good pedigree when it comes to um, operating bars and serving real ale. We just hope that the same will continue once and when the Crafty Crow reopens. So, back to beer festivals and at Nottingham Moderns Rugby Club, we sat on the grass watching the children play and the dogs running around, and I asked Claire Grantham what she personally liked. To drink,
1: um, I will try anything. <laughs> um, well, that's a good thing for a beer festival. It all. certainly is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like a particularly hoppy pale ale. Um, I love a nice dark beer at the end of the evening, a stout or a porter. Um, but there isn't anything that oh, a sour beer. I'm not so keen on sours. But apart from that, there isn't really anything I wouldn't drink.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got that thing about sours because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seems to me that um, it, it's it's beer for people who don't normally drink beer. It is all kinds of weird flavors that yeah. I don't particularly like. The other thing I, I'm not a fan of, and this may be controversial for some, is the really really hazy beers. They're not they're, they're not for my. I mean, you're drinking one there. Drinking one <laughs> I, mean, I, I won't say no to one, but um, I'm naturally attracted to ones that are a, a little nice bit clearer. clearer. Although that's yeah. a bit hazy, the the, the uh, pheasantry, but. But that's probably just because of the way it's been poured. But I think so, what, what do you think of the hazy stuff?
1: Oh no, I like the hazy stuff. I think, you know, I think traditionally the, the craft the craft beers have been a bit more hazy, and, and I think in the past there's been a little bit of conflict between real ale drinkers and craft beer drinkers. Um, but actually, if you think about it, they're, they're all they're all after the same thing. I, you know, I, f- I think officially the craft beer movement is after is looking after the, uh, the you know the small producer, not the mass producer. Um, I, I, And real ale drinkers are looking for beer that's, you know, cast conditioned and and, and produced properly. So ultimately, they're, they're, they're both looking for the same kind of thing. And I think what we're finding now is that cask, cask, um, real ale drinkers and craft drinkers are coming together more. And actually, we've got a couple of beers in there that have been produced by two local craft brewers or brewers that are known locally as craft brewers. Um, so I think the two, the two movements certainly are finding a lot more common ground now, which is great to see.
0: We've been having this kind of debate on not Knight for a while now, and oh, it does you? it does seem to be. I mean, yeah. the great Roger Protz, the beer writer, yeah, yeah, said, yeah. Told, told me last year that yeah. he was the first person to to um, coin the phrase "craft beer" in yeah. the UK, and now yeah. everybody uh, sort of berates it, or some people berate it. I think you're right; it is coming together. Um, Finally, back for 2022, yes. it, the sun has shone this weekend. How are you personally feeling as the uh, the second day draws to its conclusion on the Saturday night?
1: I'm fantastic. Exhausted, um, but I, I, when you're, I think the week before the beer festival, all sorts of things occur to you that might go wrong, so I do spend the week... Uh, with a few sleepless nights before the beer festival but actually as soon as it kicks off and as soon as we get people through the doors and as soon as we get people smiling um, actually it all disappears and it's all it's all great so yes I'm absolutely exhausted but um, but there's a question
0: off the back of what you just said a few sleepless nights is there a recurring dream for a beer festival organizer or a recurring nightmare that you have
1: no, there are thousands of things that can go wrong. <laughs> I mean, literally thousands. I do have, um, the, the guys here will tell you, I do have, um, I do have panics about the heating. So (laughs) the one thing that scares me is that the heating's going to go wrong and I can't turn it off and the room gets too hot and the beer gets too hot.
0: Everyone has a recurring beer nightmare, it seems, doesn't it? Now, the beer festival uh, calendar is filling up nicely in the coming weeks. Uh, There's loads of uh, local beers and things to try at places like the Castle Rock Yard Party. That's from Friday the 20th to Saturday, the 22nd of May. Happens at the Vat and Fiddle, which also happens to be the Castle Rock uh, Brewery itself. So the beer can't be much fresher than that. The Newark Beer Festival takes place from Thursday, the 26th to Sunday, the uh, 29th of May. And Rudfest in Ruddington returns this year from Thursday, the 9th of June to Sunday, the 12th of June. That is always a really special event. Can't wait for that one. So that'll just about do it from this edition of the Notts Night podcast. Don't forget you can go online and check out all of our reviews at nottsnight.com. It's also where you'll find the famous Notts Night map, which has recently been updated and ready for you to download. And we'll be back with another Notts Night podcast soon, celebrating great places to drink in and around Nottingham.